Hey everybody, it is episode 128 of the Through Being Cool podcast. Inform, concise, not really. Night Riders and Boogum Boys unite and witness us. Uh, my name is Patrick. I'm a guy on the show. My name is Nick. And Nick I've, is, I've been on here too. For Nick's, been, years. Nick's been on this. Uh, real quick, while we're waiting on uh, T-Train the Pussy King, a.k.a. Trudy in the City, a.k.a. Hot, titty, Trudy. hot Titties, a.k.a. Little Trudy. <laughs> Uh, or wait on him. We're just going to get started. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can uh, through underscore B. Nope. The nope. That's not what it is. It is at through being cool podcast. Uh, there you will see all the awesome show art that Nick does every week that we get tons of compliments on. So thank you guys for that. And then if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm trying to figure out how to make that better. You do that at TB cool podcast. And if you want to email us your questions, concerns, uh, general uh, updates on why you were interviewed on the BBC, you can do that by sending us an email uh, through being cool podcast at gmail.com. It's 1030 in the AM. This show brought to you by Hershey Kisses. Just kidding. This show is brought to you by Chocolate Chips. It's Hershey Kisses without the work. Who needs all that tinfoil? Go green, get mean. Chocolate chips. Uh, so I just, Nick, I have beef. Let's hear it. Figuratively and literally. Spill that tea. All right. So you inspired me, Nick. You inspired me to uh, try, try one of these uh, you send me food boxes. Oh, yeah. All right. So I signed up for every plate. And uh, they sent me a box and they put What's it out. deal? Uh, they send me food. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't do HelloFresh because Emily did it for like a year. And over that year, the boxes would arrive more and more wet and the vegetables more and more withered. And they never responded to any of our customer service complaints, never did returned our emails. Yeah. And the food and the food would smell weird. But, but did the, were the boxes stinky? Yeah. Cause they'd be all wet and gross and cardboard smells like shit when it gets wet. Yeah. That, that's my one complaint is they have stinky boxes. But besides that, it's been it's been good, and oh, actually, we had we had one arrive a day late, and they refunded us an entire week's worth. So I, I had a really yeah, it's like two hundred dollars. I had a really good experience with them. Yeah, that's the thing I've noticed is like I did this just like on a whim because you know me, I like to do experiments like how I can streamline my life. Right, yeah. last year it was find solid colored T-shirts that fit by five of all the colors you like. That is your wardrobe. Like that is what I did. Um, and so like for this every plate thing, I was just kind of like, is this cheaper than buying groceries? It is for a dude only cooking for himself. It is cheaper than having to go buy fucking groceries. All I got to buy are drinks and like rando snacks, just random, like bags of chips and shit. My meals are taken care of. My breakfast is eggs, protein shake and waffles. That's what I eat every day for breakfast. So like it is saving me money, but let's bring, let's bring, let's bring me to the beef. My beef is not with every plate. No beef with every plate. There's no beef? There's no beef with every plate. They don't have beef. They do, but I always get like the weird chicken options. I don't want I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable that I can cook beef correctly. And I sure as fuck am not going to try fish. I'm not going to do it. I live in an apartment. If I cook fish here, it's like microwave fish in an office. Everybody's going to know about it. Just don't, I don't cook wanna... it. Now it's sushi. You know what? You're not wrong. Words, 
always thinking, Nick. <laughs> uh, so this brings me all to this. So every plate delivered, they don't put it in the Amazon hub or the box of the apartment complex. They brought it up to my like actual apartment door and left it outside. The FedEx mm-hmm. guy did or whoever delivers it. Um, so I hear a knock at the door and I just got out of the shower. So I hear a knock and I look and I see the food get dropped off. And I was like, all right, cool. So I put, I put some clothes on with the intention of after getting dressed, grabbing the box and bringing it inside. Right. So I get dressed and then my phone rings and it's my mom. So I'm talking to my mom, 15, 20 minutes pass. And I see this piece of paper gets slid in the door. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, all right, hold on, mommy. Let me, let me call you back. Let me see what this is all about. So hang up with her. Mommy. Hold on, mommy, mommy. Uh, (laughs) I get the, I get the, the, the thing out and it's an envelope and it's addressed from the apartment complex to me. And inside of that envelope is a notification that I have violated my lease when it comes to how to get rid of garbage. So what had happened was next door across the hallway, they're renovating that apartment because someone's about, or they're re, you know, tearing out the carpet, clean, doing all the apartment shit they do when someone else is about to move in. And so, you threw your garbage in there. And I was just throwing my garbage in there. I was using their toilet, their sink. Using it keep, to fart in. Keeping my bottles of piss in their fridge. Those are all the things I was doing. Um, so what had happened is the person who was <laughs> renovating that apartment, <clears throat> instead of knocking on the door and being like, hey, man, you can't keep garbage outside, went and told the property management <clears throat> that I was keeping garbage outside of my apartment. So here is what I did. <laughs> I uh, got the letter and I went, well, I don't plan on living here in nine months when my lease is up. So I'm going to go ahead and let's be Patrick about this. Right. So I opened up the door and the guy's right outside. I'm like, Hey man. He's like, Oh, Hey. And I was like, real quick. Did, did you put this in the door? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty official. This is like printed out and like signed by the property manager. This probably took like 10 or so minutes. Right. And he goes, uh, it, it, you had garbage out and I was like let's talk about this uh and he was like I got it. I was like mm, no you, I think you should wait um so did you look at what this is because I pointed to it and he went yeah it's garbage like it's not garbage man that is a package that is mail that's mail that was delivered to my place and he goes oh and I was like see now we have another, now we have two issues one is you don't know the difference between garbage and mail which is a maintenance guy seems like a pretty big deal um <laughs> and second you're a snitch and he was like taken aback and I was like you 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 are a snitch you I was like had this been garbage you could have been like hey man you can't have garbage outside but you didn't you walked all the way back to the the uh, office told on me and then waited for someone to do more work than they were expecting to have to do that day for you to come back here and exhibit how much of a snitch you are and he was just like I, I just oh uh, and I was like I uh, ju- didn't read the box to notice that this is a package hasn't been opened um, but thank you for not opening up to make sure it was garbage. Cause that would have been against the law. Uh, so, so I, I just don't understand why you, why you couldn't just knock on the door and be like, Hey man. And then we could have had like a discussion, but instead you just were a big baby about it. Let me tell you something, guys, a grown man who is much larger than me. I'm talking this guy's probably like six, two, six, three has at least 60 pounds on me. Those kinds of dudes don't like being called babies. <laughs> No, I can imagine. Yeah. So how did the rest of that conversation? Oh, he was just kind of, he's like, so I'm a baby. And I was like, all right, maybe baby. I was like, I was like, well, you know, 
he seemed scared to ask me to take my garbage out, which is kind of like, well, I think that's like a baby behavior. But also I doubled down. I was like, but also like, there's no question that you're a snitch. And he's like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to doing my job. And I was like, yes, you should do your job. And while you're doing your job the rest of the day, try not to find other ways to make more people do more at their job. And he was just like, you know what? I'm going to go. You, you, you're just an asshole. And I was like, better an asshole than a snitch. And I just like grabbed my, I grabbed my food. And I was like, let me get my package, my delivered mail from the, the Federal Express and take it into my apartment. And I'll leave you to do, I'll leave you to the rest of your day. Have a good one, sir. And then I just shut the door. Now, where this becomes an issue, we only have two maintenance guys in this property. So if I ever need anything for the next nine months, I'm going to have to do recon to find out which maintenance guy is working and plan my needs around him, which is... Uh, um, Maybe too much for me to real, maybe, you know, thinking about it out loud now is those two maintenance guys probably talk, right? And so <laughs> the big maintenance guy is definitely going to tell the other maintenance guy what happened. Oh, yeah. May, huh. may I, um, may, may I offer some commentary? Uh, that's why I brought this to you and not to Emily. <laughs> what? Was your, your goal to correct his behavior? I'm going to say he caught me on a day, Nick. Okay. That's what happened. He caught me on a day. So if your goal was to prevent recurrence of the behavior, uh, the reason that he went and got a letter is because he was not comfortable having a face-to-face -face conversation with you because he was probably scared of confrontation. He couldn't of that that aside. So the box clearly says the box clearly says every plate and it's sealed and has no. my name on it. Two different it's not problems. Garbage. No, you have two different problems. <sighs> you have one, a man that is afraid to potentially engage in a conversation with you. Dude, if I was your problem if I was fixed. If I was that guy's size, I would be I would be a nightmare to deal with. I'd be it's fighting everybody. Fix, but it's if you want to help that would be considerate. And then that's you're right. I was being considerate. Tristan, how do you feel about this? Oh, hi. Um, I just caught most of the last half of that, I guess, but um, I don't have any strong opinions, but I will say just uh, tangentially and not directly related to this. It is an interesting choice to, piss off somebody who has access to your apartment. <laughs> Tristan, I'm going to ask you two things real quick. One, would you go fuck yourself? And two, can you bring your volume down just a little bit? Sure. And sure. <laughs> there you go. Um, again, I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying if, if that is a concern about somebody coming in and, and pissing in the corners of your apartment or something, then that, that may have not been something you had to worry about before. Well, I have two cats, so I would have never suspected a maintenance guy, but now whenever anything happens in my apartment, it's no longer the cats. I'm going to go down and be like, Hey motherfucker, you think I don't know what you're doing in there? <laughs> that was a bigger than normal size turd in that litter box. You shit in my cat's litter box. That looks like a, that looks like a six foot man's shit.
let me clarify. I don't think you're doing, I don't think what you, anything you said is inaccurate or immoral. You're not incorrect. Mm -hmm. I've stopped listening. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just making the point that if your goal was to change his behavior, now he probably feels justified. Tristan, you, you, you have a, do you have something you'd like to contribute? A follow on to what Nick just said? I just would have called the front office because he is clearly not in a position to make or break you as a tenant. So, yeah, that's probably well, he is now. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a go between between the you and the front office. So, uh, I'd probably just call the front office. You know what? When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Justin, can you bring your volume down just a little bit more? I, just a tad. I would have s- spoken with him, but maybe. Uh, I did. I spoke at him. That's that's the same thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Maybe maybe in a little less confrontational way, so that next time he would feel comfortable knocking on the door. I mean, so the way that your apartment is situated, are you sure that it couldn't have been anybody else complaining about trash? I ran the, I ran the numbers in my head. I did the analysis of the situation. He was the only person in and out of that apartment. He would have been the only person who would have seen it and called. And when, and when, uh, when According I, to my research. and when I accosted him, let's call it what it is about it. Um, he, he didn't deny that he had done it. So I'm not saying I was right. I'm just saying that that's what happened. I think, and you're, a little, I think you're a little loud too, honestly. And I'm not just saying that because you've told me that. <laughs> hey, can we talk about your glove? What is that about? You wearing a glove? Yeah, what is that? When did you start? What are you, fucking Big J Okerson? Why are you wearing a glove to a podcast? I've, I've got one. I've got a, uh, my glove setting up because I guess I'm officially like old enough to wear my fingies get cold sometimes. So I have, I've got uh, a glove sitting out just in case my, my fingies get cold while I'm browsing or oh, playing a game or something. Just have, have gloves sitting around. Wait. Actually, not, not while I'm playing a game because it's too much to wear a glove while you're playing a game on a controller. Wait, you're walking around your apartment wearing gloves? No, I'm not. I wasn't wearing it. I had it halfway on so because I, I was playing with the glove. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I but, was reading I was reading that as like you're living the life now of a guy who walks around his apartment wearing gloves. No, 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 because like I am three feet away from my window um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah, been my, single, single digits. Yeah, my window's right there. And so this bedroom is just, I can't, I, I can't keep it at a certain a consistent temperature. It fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I've been maintenance. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll be called maintenance about anything anytime fucking soon. Oh wow, that's weird. Why's that? Uh, you know, this is just, you know, I just I feel like I want to be you know real do it myself or I'll just start fixing my own things, mm-hmm. taking my own trash out, or start my own ruckuses with the property management. I you guys know me. I do this thing where like if I know I'm gonna be out soon and I have a grievance. The grievance I'm upset about is really about every other grievance I've ever had that I haven't brought up. You guys know that. It's not healthy. It's not responsible. It's probably going to cost me a renter's reference for a place I've been at for like four years. But, burning bridges to stay warm. I yeah. mean, 
I'm burning bridges so I can ford the river on purpose. It's unfortunate. It's, it's unfortunate in a situation where you are correct and and Ooh, can yeah. and can contest what the issue is. If only it had been approached differently. Oh, see that I didn't like that last part. I just liked where you started. I liked where you were telling me how good I did. I mean, technically, I technically, out. you still can do that, but you also still cannot call maintenance. Yeah, you're right. Do you think most people stay at the same job their entire lives? No. Anymore? Yeah. No? Why? Just a thought. Oh, I thought you were I like... follow you. Oh, I thought you meant... Oh, I thought you were like, you should murder them. <laughs> I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were like... Oh. I would never say that while you were recording. I was waiting for you to be like, so if he just doesn't show up for work, people will just think he quit. <laughs> no one will think that you exit him from this mortal coil no one would think you buried him in a zebra print suitcase so let's 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 move past this you guys are right you're right i'll tell you that you guys are right i was wrong you guys are right you're not wrong i mean it wasn't wasn't a contest you did ask our opinion (laughs) i made it one kind of open (laughs) opened yourself up for that when you said hey this is a story what do you think? Well, see, this is great, Tristan, because like my therapist tells me that I'm not opening up enough. So to have you tell me that I did open up, that means a lot. That means a lot. And it means that therapy's working and I can stop going because I'm fixed. So yeah. The days I've fixed everything. It's not even 11 o'clock. I'm sure you were very open and honest with the maintenance guy too. Although that's where we call uh, a gray area. Hmm. So Sometimes it's best not to say those things. Maybe Patty D steps in, and I'm I'm misremembering this. So we're wearing you're... sunglasses. Oh, I don't remember. I did have a ponytail. You know, for you to <laughs> tell for you to tell a story means that you have a memory of it. So I don't no, know. I wrote it down. That... I'm reading it. Patty D leaves notes like in Memento. Mm. Yeah, but he leaves little sticky notes, and it's just kind of like you really stuck it to him. <laughs> and I was like, what's that about? <laughs> So Nick, Nick, you you did something. Oh, just a heads up, I did record a solo show, but then I uh, formatted my laptop and forgot, wow. and uh, didn't didn't click the selection where you save personal files, and I deleted it. So was it was a good ride. one. It was a wild ride. It was a good one. I was uh, talking about when is it appropriate to step in and tell the kid wearing the fedora at the bus stop, "Hey, man." Let's pretend I'm from the future. Fedoras aren't cool. Stop wearing it. But then I didn't want to tell him that because then I'm afraid that he doesn't know that fedoras aren't cool. And then he's going to have this anxiety about how he's been living his whole life wearing fedoras. But he shouldn't be that max. He's only like, he's like eight. So he's only been wearing a fedora on his own for like three years max. I, but he, I had 20 minutes on that, by the way. <laughs> I had about 20 minutes on so you, internal struggle to whether or not to big brother this kid wearing a fedora. <laughs> Whether or not to talk to this eight-year-old about his fashion. And don't worry, there were lots of other parts where I was just like, I don't know if I can talk to an eight-year-old. I don't even know if that's, if that's I don't know if they're law saying, as a 36-year-old man, I can tell an 18-year-old what he can and can't wear. Where were you where you were with an eight-year-old who was unsupervised? I was in my apartment, and I, the school bus drops oh. people off. Yeah. I was jacking off facing the street, <laughs> and the school bus... They just drop them off for me. They just drop them off. And then I drop them off. You know what I mean? Dropping your kids off. Yeah. On my belly. 
how did that conversation go? What do you mean? I don't think how, there was how, a conversation. Or how, how would it did go? You... No. Wait, you did talk to the kid? No. Oh, you didn't talk to No, the kid. whole the whole episode that I recorded was me having an internal struggle on like, do I step in? Should I step in? Can I step in? So what are the ramifications ep- of stepping in? Your whole episode was a misconnection, I guess. I mean, I thought I would put it on Craigslist, but again, how do you address how you're talking to an eight-year-old? And again, assuming he's eight. He had the butt of an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> start with a compliment. Always start with a compliment about their body. Oh, great. You have cool little pig tits, you eight-year-old boy. <laughs> There's also nice. that. There's a chubby kid. It's just one of those things, like, everything about what he's doing, I want to be like, Maybe the hey, fedora was, is a, it's a way to, to distract from that. A thing that I didn't consider, but you're right. And again, a good, another reason why I can't talk to this kid about his fedora, I have, to, I have to let him go on his own journey. That's the conclusion I came to. He's got to go on his own journey. I just feel like I wish someone would have stepped in a couple of times in my life and been like, hey, maybe you, you, you really probably would have been receptive to it too i would have been totally if you would have told me at a certain point if you don't do this you'll get pussy i'd have been like okay well then i'm never doing that again can i point something out i can't wait your your opinion on fashion would have been accurate 10 years ago is it accurate now i don't know is jason Mraz cool everything comes back Everything, there's a 20-year fashion cycle. So is it possible that fedoras are back in? And will you kill yourself if they are? That's a two-fold question. First one, I did Oh, my God, Ska's probably popular again. Mighty Mighty Boston's have never not been cool. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) They're still around. Yeah, we got our buddy Brandon. I don't know if he still travels to, he don't know if he still follows the real big fish on their Florida trip. But man, every time he talked about those trips, I was like, aside from the concerts, that sounds like a fucking blast. Are they still around? Probably. Every time Brandon would talk about them going on like their week long trip, seeing real big fish three times in a row. I was always like, aside from that concert, everything you're talking about sounds rat. Oh my God. They're still rocking and rolling, man. It's like being on tour. The worst part is the shows. Since 1991. I watched a Scott documentary a few weeks ago on Amazon. It's free. 31 fucking years. It's not bad. They've been rocking and they've been rolling. They have more than that sellout song. Hey, I bet those are some horny dudes. Oh, crushing it. Damn. Damn. Can that be the name of the episode? Mm -hmm. Horny dudes. I bet those are some horny dudes. I bet they get tromboners. Hey, guys. Oh, oh Are we bet, having a good time? I bet Podbean gotcha. will be like, you can't say that on TV. And we'll be like, <laughs> no, it's about a ska band. It's not what you think. It's a podcast, dummy. Get your mind TV. out of the gutter, Podbean. Yeah, it's fake radio that we put on the internet. Fake radio. Oh. <laughs> a surprising number of people are like, yeah, they can waste my time again. Sure, I'll let these guys. I'll play these guys while I do my dishes and listen to this instead of listening to my kids. That was a weird text message to get. While I jack right. off. You know who has retired? While I jack off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tristan. 
you know who has retired from slaying puss uh, on on tour meatloaf meatloaf has died oh he died. no yeah what, he died yeah like uh yesterday or a couple days ago well, that's sad to hear yeah and louis anderson not not, not related but what yes. yeah louis anderson died fuck yeah. I, I was just watching him i've been watching search party wait he's in search party yeah he's the lawyer oh you're right how far have you made into search party am i bleeding out of my face right now <laughs> have you made okay, it to season good. five yet uh i think we're on three okay let me know when you finish they're in court right now okay let me know when you finish and, and let me Fuck, know I'm how sorry, you feel Tristan. about it i hope you didn't hear right. that you're good okay. no meatloaf dying does kind of bum me out because like i never liked meatloaf but i liked that he was that he was successful as he was for just the music's weird like that's mm-hmm. weird music like, that's it's weird shit it's weird stuff to be uh as mainstream as as it was for such yeah. a long time yeah I, I he's a fine actor too mm-hmm. and he was Definitely. in rocky Horror picture show i like that well let's not hold that against him um <laughs> <laughs> what's crazy to I me like it. is it's, yes nor, it's i'm great. wrong i will admit that i'm wrong about that <laughs> i know that i'm i know that i'm when it comes to musicals i'm wrong I'll take <laughs> i am the maintenance guy on this one i'm Not wrong a musical it's just a movie with some songs in it it's a stage play that they filmed right Tristan, that's how you explained it to me? That's how I should look at it? I mean, I, I don't remember explaining it that way. It but I, I, don't, I don't remember explaining it at all because I don't remember anything. But it was, a, it was a play, yes. I didn't know that. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense. I guess I just never thought about it. I, uh, yeah. I have Bad Out of Hell. I think if you own more than 25 records, you own Bad Out of Hell. <laughs> I think they, the, the universe sends you that one. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jude, it's an album cover so cool that Judas Priest ripped it off. I was gonna say it's pretty rad. No, it's a fucking out. insane, insane album cover. It fucking rips. It's so cool. It's metal. It's a fuck. dude fucking a motorcycle out of hell while the bat's <laughs> just hanging out. Like, what's this all about? Hey man, get back in hell. Yeah, but then you listen to Meatloaf and you're like, what? This is this is it. Because mm. it's like kind of like operatic, right, Tristan? You, you, I'm assuming, yeah. I'm assuming that out of the three of us, you probably listen to it the most. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I grew up liking him, and I still like his songs and stuff. Because my that was, that was one of the things that like one of the ba- uh, bands that my mom liked that I ended up, I guess, adopting because yeah. just having been exposed to it for so much. Uh, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, I, what how would you classify that like um operatic rock but like not in like a goofy way just like long form rock songs that have lots of different parts and ebbs and flows and it's just weird like to me it's always just been like whenever i heard paradise by the dashboard light right that's the name of the song mm-hmm. every time i heard that it was like this is this is an insane arrangement mm-hmm with uh, what the uh i would do anything for love is like 12 fucking minutes yeah <laughs> according yeah. to wikipedia it's uh listed as rock hard rock and heavy metal sure it's fair yeah i think that's one of those like presentation trumps genre kind of things right where like if you went to a metal if you went to like a rock show to see like kiss or some shit and then like after kiss meatloaf played you'd be like okay this makes sense there's overlap here <laughs> 
And then Louie Anderson, of course, Life with Louie. That's bummer. Kids of our age are super familiar baskets. with that cartoon or should be. Never saw Baskets. Oh, my God. His character in Baskets. He played uh, Zach Galifianakis's mother. And uh, just out of control. The, I mean, just an incredible character. He is not a beautiful woman. But he he didn't play the role like as a mother mm-hmm. or, or as a woman. He just was Louis Anderson with a wig on. Um, just insane. Just absolutely insane. And just such a like such a uh, I don't know like like an understated kind of uh, talent character. Just yeah. he, and really um, like dismissive and judgmental of his kid but not not over the top you know like the character right. was very understated it's a hilarious ridiculous role yeah we're looking for new shows to watch i might check it out because baskets was good it was good it's it's slow and it's weird um but it's good because we want we're watching peacemaker which we're both enjoying and the new season of righteous gemstones is out of fucking control oh my like, god when they brought out the God Squad, I lost my mind. I had to explain that to Emily. She had no idea what that was. Like, I had to explain to her. I was like, no, this is based in reality. That in the mid-90s, there was a thing going where these giant muscle men, a.k.a. new guys out of jail, um, were going to, like, schools and churches and, like, ripping phone books in half and saying it was for because of the Lord. Tristan, do you remember that? I went to one of those, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's Dish. that been in our friendship? Just one of those weird anecdotal things that never really mattered to bring up. Uh, I don't know if it's this. Like Let's I don't know. If, I don't know. There's if they no. Were. There was no spinoff. There was just these guys. I was gonna say I don't know if they if they were affiliated with this group, but there there were there was someone who came in to Shelbyville a long time ago and went to uh, a church and ripped phone books in half. So and like, did they smash bricks and like? two by fours and all sorts of crazy shit. And then like pray about how like the God helped them turn their lives around. Uh, I, I just remember the ripping the phone book in half. That rules. <laughs> I'm so happy you got to participate in that. That's like, how does that not come up? Uh, believe it or not, it's very niche and doesn't really tend to come up in most casual conversation. Well, I agree. it is very neat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just so you know, in the in the new season of Righteous Gemstones, like that's a huge, like overarching plot thing is that one of the the, the sons is using the money to fund a God Squad type thing, and they're all these like insanely huge muscle men who do like uh, front flips and acrobats, and like they're trying. Oh, dude, it's you have HBO awesome. Max, right? I have access to someone else. Okay, you you should watch Righteous Gemstones. I think you'll enjoy it. It's it's insane. Emily was hesitant because she likes Danny McBride, but she doesn't like when Danny McBride goes full Danny McBride. Does that make any sense? Yep, it does. Like she likes, she loves Vice Principals in the first three seasons of Eastbound and Down. Because after that, it's just, it's sometimes it is a little much. Yeah. Um, but she's like fucking Danny McBride. And then the, the, the sister on the show is that sister. Holy. So God. aggressively horny. So aggressively, we all in here sucking dicks and slapping buttholes. Oh my god! When have you seen the, the most recent episode that was on yeah. last week, the third one, where John Goodman's explaining why his pants were bloody, and she yes. said, "You were shaving your nuts for some other bitch." Like I lost, <laughs> I lost. She she is absolutely insane. When when uh, when she's in the dressing room with her husband, 
or BJ. And she's like, give me some of that milky. What is she? Give me some of that snowy white dick. And then she was like, don't make me sit in the corner and jack myself like a monster. <laughs> and then, but the, the last one, the one that made me lose it, this is all like in like the same sentence. Tristan. Yeah. In the, the one that made me lose it when she's, when she goes and she's performing at a church, mind you. She goes, I guess I'll have to just get someone in the audience to finger me. <laughs> and that was when we had to pause it because I almost fell out of the bed. Is, is she played by somebody that I would know? Uh, have you seen Vice Principals? No. Okay. Well, she played, that's the same lady from Vice Principals who also plays an overly kind of sexual character. <laughs> she's, she's hypersexual. She's very like Tina from Bob's Burgers. She's hypersexual, but doesn't seem to understand how sex works. Yeah. And is like extremely <laughs> aggressive about like, you give it to me. It's almost rapey. I know that's, how, I know it's not worse to do that word, but like, it is what it funny. Is. Wait, did we get that's a letter? Funny. What's up? Did we get a letter or something? Yeah. Rape.ink sent us an email saying, hey, stop using our name in your podcast <laughs> cease and desist yeah it's not like rape in a sexual thing it's an acronym for something that i can't think of at the moment because i'm going with the flow but i'll think about it in a second and come back to it oh uh it's that we got, an, e- <laughs> we got oh, okay. an email from rape inc rape inc is an acronym for rape and penis enterprises um they sent us an email <laughs> And they said, uh, please cease and desist, but we understand if you won't. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. We understand if you won't. That's right. Somebody write that down. Write that down. Someone text, text it to the group, Nick. We understand if you, I got it. If you won't. I'm glad so, someone else took that. I was just thinking something along the lines. I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll let somebody else do this. It seems like I've been doing enough for this heavy lifting. I've already no, been the voice of reason. Decision. Mm-hmm. It was a tough decision. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. <laughs> I typically don't. I don't like that kind of humor, but that subject specifically, but I couldn't stop myself, which yeah. is also right. That's, that's the nature of the joke, right? Sometimes you got to take Bernie Mac joke, right? That's acceptable. He said it. What's hey, it? You gotta, sometimes you got to take the pussy and then he made his eyes big and everyone's like, ah, because that's fucking, that's what he does. Uh, all right. Two things I want to get into. Because we've all, because first thing, I want to hear about Nick's train trip. And then I want to talk about The Matrix because I watched it last night. Oh, dude. You watched the new one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, you I, don't want to know what you taught. You don't want to talk about M&M's because evidently that's a, that's a cultural, that, that's a cultural war thing now. We, Tristan, we, it's the, you don't want me to say some wild shit. We can't, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about it. We cannot talk about that because I will go. I will lose my fucking mind. What? God I, see, damn I didn't it! Finish, I didn't finish it. It was so. It was. No, we're not talking much. about the Matrix, Nick. Oh, yeah. talking about M and M's. What about? Uh, I'm taking the microphone off the stand, Tristan. Please don't do this. Okay, okay. We don't have to do it. For as much as I know the content would be good for me, I don't think it would be good for the show. If, if if I went off in the way that I want to go off of how I feel about this Eminem fucking nonsense, what can can we can we, can you tell, me in, can you tell me in five minutes and then we then we? I don't think uh, we could tell you in five minutes. I mean, it's it's just it, it's absurd. It's it's absurd 
Is it a fake problem? Uh, yes, it's absurd, absurd corporate pandering for things, for problems that, that aren't existing with fake candy people. Um, no, 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 not people. Don't, don't, don't make the people. They're not people. They're not people. I said, I said candy people. They're not even candy people. They're just candy. They're not people. There's nothing about people. I think, Tristan, they prefer candy folk. Anyway, the point is that that it is, it is a fake problem and it's clearly just, it's just clearly advertising and it is very successful with right-wing audiences because there's a huge backlash against it because of course because it's stupid it doesn't make any sense that so the advertising's working what's the what's the story the stories are all getting fucking played that's how it works what it, what yes do they do? the story is that they just said this so we could talk about it. that's exactly Keep in mind i have no idea what you're talking about so what what happened it wouldn't make sense even if I told you they're, they're making the they're they're changing the designs of the uh, anthropomorphic M Ms to be more cult like more uh, to have more equality and more inclusive. I'm gonna say this and then I'm not gonna say anything else about it. There are only and I repeat only two groups of people who are allowed to be upset about a red M&M and a yellow M&M being the butt of jokes. And that is Native Americans and Asians. That's it. White people don't get to be mad about this. White, I don't think anybody gets, I mean, I don't think anybody gets, you can be mad, but I don't think anybody has a right to be mad about any of this. But what I'm saying is if if the Native American community came out and we're just kind of like, we are tired of the red red skins and the Cleveland Indians and the red M&Ms, I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I can't really argue if you're mad. You guys don't get mad about a lot of stuff. So if you're really mad about this, you can have it. That's how I feel about it. Just like the Asian community, if they came out and were just like, we're tired of this, this, and the yellow M&M, I'd be like, again, you guys don't get that mad about stuff. So you can have this one too. We're doing the green M&M and the brown one. And then if... People are probably mad about the brown one, but I'm just saying, like, if, if white people don't, it's another thing of like you're getting half, you're getting mad on behalf of candy, you're getting mad on behalf of things not even real. Tucker Carlson did a whole segment on his show about it. What's the difference? They look the same to me. Well, that oh, first whoa, of all, whoa, oh, wow, whoa, oh, pump oh, the brakes. Oh, 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 um. I, they, they, <laughs> Tucker Carlson did a whole segment about, about changing the, the lady Eminem's shoes. <laughs> yeah, they, they changed them from like boots to shoes. I hate this conversation and I'm yeah, sorry well, I, mean, I brought it up. Here's the thing is like when the only news getting that's happening right now is how uh, the January 6th thing's going, the committee's going nowhere. And now we have, uh, we have to figure out whether or not Gates, we're going to hold Gates accountable for something because we, we can't go an entire year without a Republican going down for something. You and your boys with that dude, you kind of have to be like, uh, well, I guess I'm, I'm mad about Eminem shoes. I mean, Eminem can we shoes. talk about overfishing? No, I, that doesn't have anything to do with it's go-go, way more important. go-go boots. Digital go-go boots. Yeah, Nick. What are you talking about? Who cares? Who cares? 
Yeah. I, you asked. Yeah. The, this is one of those. I asked. Like, I'm allowed I, to feel <laughs> a way about it, and I feel that this is ridiculous. Dude, I am I am old man screaming at clouds when it comes to this kind of shit. I'm just kind of like, you realize that they just want you to talk about it, and you're talking about it, so they win. That's all they want. Yeah. They're yeah. never nothing that you say or nothing that they could do is going to affect the fact that in the names will sell forever. This is how this works. They're a staple of American culture at this point. They're not going to not get. They're not going to not get purchased. Yeah. I was going to clarify. I, I think it's stupid that we're ha- that that anyone would care. Not not yes. that they're trying to be more absolutely. absolutely. Well, I mean that they are trying to trying in huge quotation marks that they are trying to be more inclusive is is really stupid because it's just a marketing ploy. And also, how am I supposed to feel actually matter? Inclusive. Like, Who's feeling like MMs are too good for them? Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> people who like sixlets and those people should be taken out in the streets and quartered. By yeah, I, I've somebody told me that they like sixlets and then changed my opinion of them. Yeah, I don't think if, that the company's intent matters. I think the outcome matters. And I, th- I think that every company is going to continue to do this until our culture, has sh- until they reflect the change in our culture. And I well, think that's that like, conservatives are going to continue to get up in arms every time they see a little piece of what they want taken away from them. You know, the only people that I respect when they do uh, inclusive inclusivity, am I saying that correctly? And don't want like a f- the only people that I find doing like efforts to be inclusive and aren't asking for something in return or making a big stink about it. You guys ready for this one? And think about it when I say this to you. Think about it. Car commercials. Here's why. I've seen tons of car commercials where uh, you'll just see two dudes who are clear in your relationship holding hands or hugging next to an SUV or two women hugging and holding hands and carrying their child next to a vehicle. Those are the only companies that are doing anything like to, to, to be inclusive and not be like, see what we did there? make a big announcement about it. they're just kind of like hey the, the new corolla is out you can get a blue one like the but they're not like you can get a blue one the color of lesbians like they're not doing that <laughs> like you know what i mean they're just kind of like yeah we have car commercials and here's a same-sex couple or here's uh, uh another one i saw was um except uh, subaru well that's a whole it's- thing that's a whole <laughs> thing you know about that right tristan mm-hmm. subaru's type well that it comes from something nick there's more to it than just a stereotype like there is like that was a thing they were doing on purpose. Oh, marketing, really? Yeah, marketing toward uh, uh, like lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. There's I read a paper about it. It's very interesting. Um, but yeah, just well, you know, people want to shit on the automotive industry. I'm like, yeah, you know, fuel, fossil fuels, all that kind of jazz. But also, um, they're they're pretty uh, forward thinking in their advertising and not asking us to fucking jack them off for it or yell at them about it. Well, I mean, for, so. Baseline here is none of none of this is an important and then none of these these none of these corporate changes should should be taken to mean any actual important cultural change or shift, whatever. Oh, it, like you shouldn't important. It's I think they're small though. Right, but this is this should only be seen as advertising and and yeah and and at a minimum it's always good to remember that corporations are not your friend (laughs) and corporations 
if if corporations decide to go in a certain way with marketing or um, some sort of campaign to do something or opening up different product lines to suit different different uh, needs or whatever, it's because the market has shifted that way. That is the only reason. Tristan, so. if you had a microphone and you were wearing gym shorts standing on a stage right now, this would be when the drummer <laughs> would start doing the thing on the cymbals, like <laughs> right before they went into a really heavy song about uh, corporations ruining our country. Now, that being said, I, I, I don't get upset about any of this stuff because it's just, it's, it's so, it's way too silly to be upset about. It's so silly. Like, like the, the, the one that made sense to me was the Aunt Jemima thing. They decided to go ahead and cut that out. Okay, Fair. cool. I get Fair. that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, you can't really contest where that came from. So, Mrs. Butterworth ain't got a dumper no more. Have you seen the, um, what's the butter? Land of Lakes. Land of Lakes, right. Did you see that funny, uh, funny Twitter? Uh, no. Joke. Uh, so, this guy took a picture of the old one and then took a picture of the new one. And it said, that's interesting. Uh, so in, on the new one, they don't have the uh, Native American woman on it anymore. And it said, that's funny. We uh, uh, left, the, left the land and took away the Native American. That's interesting. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> solid joke. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good. That's a good joke. That's pretty solid. Is that guy going to pilot? You get a pilot on Fox, <laughs> Rob Delaney. <laughs> but uh, but again, like what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can't you can't have all these beliefs where you think corporations should be able to make decisions and and do what's best for the bottom line, and then get upset when they internally decide to go with a different direction. That's fucking capitalism. And if those are the rules you're going to play by, then those are the rules you got to fucking play by. Exactly. Dude, I got a bone to pick with capitalism. It's and a free market to break that's refused <laughs> nick talk about your train because i'm gonna i can't keep screaming about him because i've been mad about it all week <laughs> but not mad about it i'm just like mad about like why why are we why are we talking about this why do you think the corporation gives a fuck what you think you you making it's, me talk about it they win they win it's it's the same thing about when people were upset about Dr. Seuss. It's just, it's, it's the stupidest shit to be upset about. You're literally arguing things that children care about. On like, behalf of Starbelly Sneetches everywhere, Tristan, I'd like to tell you to go fuck yourself. I self-identify as a Starbelly Sneetch. As a what? Starbelly Sneetch. Oh. Oh, the... So, so uh, we took the midnight train to Chicago. Chicago. Where do you, okay, you have to bat you have to start the story at the beginning. <laughs> we yeah, we, we got yeah. word on yeah. on Friday yeah. that yeah. you're going that you can't do the recording because you were currently on a train. Yeah, you got on the secret train trip. And I did make a joke on the show that doesn't exist, so I'll make it again here that Nick decided to go on a uh tapas train trip instead of going to record tapas a show with us. Trip. Yeah. It was a topless, topless train trip. Is what you is what I said you went on. But but you were you about it and wore a t-shirt the entire time. <laughs> and that's only because you told me you went swimming one time with a t-shirt on. So in my mind, you go swimming with a t-shirt on every time. So, don't, you're not mad about that, are you? I thought it was funny. A topless, no, topless train trip. Okay. 
I'm laughing. It was hard to say. I had to record. Yes, no, times. I'm livid. How dare you? <laughs> All right, now let me be me about it. Get over it. I, that I would not wear a shirt on a train ride that serves snacks. Um, so, no, I was looking at the pictures, trying to refresh my memory real quick, make sure I don't skip any details. So, I, what? You just went on it. You already forgotten about it? Dude, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not a good storyteller. And, and nothing like, uh, I don't have any, you know, there's no, like, there's no punchline. There's no, like, great story that came out of it. Oh. It was just a cool trip. But but I, I'll give you the highlights real quick. So always, I what I, I want to do, what we want to do is to take the Zephyr, which is a, a train uh, that goes from Chicago to uh, L.A. But I get motion sickness typically pretty easily, and so I thought, well, let's take like kind of the shortest train trip on one of the bigger Amtrak trains mm-hmm. um, that we can find. And so the shortest one was like six hours or eight hours. And no, I think it was six hours. And uh, so let's take that, see how I feel about it, see if I get sick and, uh, and then make a decision from there. So we decided to go to Chicago because we've never been there together. And uh, it was a nice time. So we, we took the train trip there. I got a little motion sick, but as what's long your, as I- What's your preventative maintenance for motion sickness? What do you do? First, on the way up, I didn't take anything. On the way back, I took Dramamine. Okay. Let me throw something at your way, man. You got a, you, you got a doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah, try to get, because I got this too. I, I get motion sickness very easily, like in a car. Um, I got a prescription for Odestrin, which is like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not Zofran, generic, generic Zofran. Um, and I take that and I've never had an issue since I started taking it. Cause Dramamine makes me tired. This stuff doesn't yeah. make me tired. This stuff doesn't yeah, make me tired. Me fuck out. Cause that's the but cure, that's right? It's like, it doesn't really make you <laughs> nauseous. Nick is, is Patrick peeking on you? Your end. Say some words. Just hey man. Patrick. Hey, this is me. Hey. hey. No, that's, that sounds fine. Yeah, for a second. Fun. You were, you were. It's, it's really Zoom. Peaking. And the internet, man. It's all we can, all we can do is muster on, soldier on, like the war boys that we are. Yeah, you so told it, me to turn myself down twice. Right, because yours was an actual volume, um, not a oh, connectivity thing. Okay. You didn't have I just, side effects. I just have an audio engineering degree, but go fuck myself, right? It's <laughs> weird that you sound so bad then. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, Odestrin, I think is what it's called. I take it when I go to theme parks. Take a little bit of food, rock and roll, man. Nice. So, uh, I did. I did get a little bit of motion sickness, and we got. um, We wanted to try check out like the different rooms that they had too. So, on the way up, we got uh, like a full on bedroom, and then on the way back, we got the roomette, which is like a very small little room. But it's got a bathroom, right? The roomette has a bathroom in it. Uh. Because Emily and I were looking at, once we found out you did this, we were just kind oh of like, God, okay. I can't remember. And because uh, we were looking at things too, and she's talking about going like a, on a 10 hour. And I was like, I'll go on a train trip. I want a room though. You just go out the window. I don't think had a bathroom. Yeah. You just you go hang the. Yeah. And then your dick just. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> and I got to say, Chicago, way cooler than I thought it was. We, uh, we went to the Art Institute. And I, I don't really, I don't know if you guys 
enjoy this stuff or not, but what? Art Institute. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, saw Trist, I saw Tristan looking out his window through his side eye, and I was like, I'll say it if he does it. But I got to I got to see some some paintings that you know that I, you saw in like school books and stuff like growing up shit you never thought you'd see in real life and uh, I got to see some Van Goghs which I really love Van Gogh um, <laughs> after the doctor what is that some heathen some kids <laughs> I was like does Tristan have a secret child <laughs> no. Just some kid yelling out the window. At at when I heard some kid yell, "Dad!" and then like you looked out the window, <laughs> and I was like, "What? Tristan's uh, got secret kids." I was looking out the window for like the five seconds before that too. He was, <laughs> he was over by my car. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. But we, uh, I guess, see some Van Gogh, uh, Monet, um, Magritte. Like lots of famous artists, uh, paintings. Picasso, who don't give a fuck about. Uh, it was it was really cool. An aggressive it's a, opinion. It's a very strong opinion against Picasso for some reason. I hate you wanna... that son of a bitch, and I wish he was dead. Well, okay. I, I, well, hey, Nick, some me, good let, news. Yeah. yeah, man. Let let us let us brighten up your Saturday here, buddy. Uh, Pablo Picasso confirmed dead person. What, what's your beef with that? Not that I, I mean, I don't I'm just have an opinion either way. Art. I think it's stupid. So more like more like Pablo Shitcaso. Two, four, two. So that was cool. We went to the field museum. I saw some dinosaur bones. Oh, I was like, um, some grass. The, <laughs> the Art Institute was like hands down the coolest. It was fucking massive. We were there all day and like didn't even see everything because they have uh, night hawks there. And I didn't get to see that. And they have American Gothic, uh, which, you know, it, neither of those are like my favorite, but it'd just be cool to like get to see them in person. Mm-hmm. But the, the place is fucking massive. It was really cool. I highly recommend it. Did you do the obligatory bean thing? Yeah, we saw the big silver bean. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, no silver corn. So we didn't get a complete protein. <laughs> but that's okay. Emily and I were thinking about going to Chicago because Jawbreaker is doing like three nights in Chicago. What? And we were, yeah, we were thinking about going. Is it just but, Blake Schwitzenbach or is it all? No, it's the band. Here? It's the band. Wow. Um, but the lineup for that show kind of sucks because it's Jawbreaker, Smoking Popes, and somebody else. But the Jawbreaker tour. I don't like Smoking Popes. Um, but here's why it sucks because comparatively, the lineup in Denver is Jawbreaker, Sam I Am, and Face to Face. So I'm trying to figure out. Sam I Am is like around the same time Jawbreaker was, similar band, Face to Face, similar thing. Um, bands that I really like uh, just as much, if not more than Jawbreaker, maybe. So I'm trying to figure out a way for, uh, cause my company's in Denver. So I'm trying to be like, Hey, you guys need me to come down in the first week of April. Maybe I'm thinking about just buying a ticket and then trying to convince them to fly me in um, and seeing if Emily wants to go. Cause the, my company will pay for the room and everything and my flight. So we'll see what we can do, but nice. yeah, Chicago. So the, I want to know more about this train ride itself. Like, yeah. So, you, is it is it is it like getting on a plane? Less, uh, less, no, less of a hassle. No. That's what was amazing about it. It was so fucking easy. Uh, they where honestly, did you get on? Uh, Fulton, Kentucky, which okay. is the middle of nowhere, and there is nothing there. Uh, this it was like it was like getting on in a trailer, and it's really it was crazy because 
because whenever we arrived in Chicago, their fucking uh, train station is like one of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen. Um, well, Chicago, we're looking at Chicago is like an Amtrak train in general hub, right? Like it's a hub city, kind of like Atlanta is a hub city for flights. Yeah. Like, so, cause we're, you know, I know you hate whenever I do this, but let me, let me share this. <laughs> what are you talking quick. about? I don't hate any what? of this. I'm well, asking you, you Nick. I mean, no, let, let me share my screen real quick. I'll show you some of the pictures. It's no, like, I don't hate when you do this. I think it's hilarious, but I also realize that no one can see it but us. So I don't know if we're being mean is what I'm saying. This little gremlin doesn't stop running laps across my toes. You want to hear her meow? It's the cutest thing. Is that fart? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I farted. <laughs> Make it too. It's good. All right, we'll just do it this way. All right, so so this is like the uh, the dining cab okay and then that's a picture from the train of a of a, like the outskirts of chicago there's our little dinners that they had okay so it is like flight food okay yeah yeah it's like pre-made but it was definitely better than flight food that's because the altitude that's the viewing car so it's got like full windows there oh shit and, uh, yeah, it's it's really awesome. And here's a, like a picture in like the countryside that I took. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, dude, I'm into this. Like I'm really fucking into this because I like a car ride. I just don't like being into the car. Does that make any sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And like you know, you don't have to like think about anything. Like you're just hanging out and shit. You know, driving it's kind of exhausting because you have to be like hyper vigilant the whole time make sure that someone's not going to run you over and if dude you i'm at people get so fucking mad at you dude they're we were driving back from emily's grandparents house i would try to doze off and she's like what are you doing and i'm like what are you fucking kidding me yeah they're always like you've got to stay on the road it's like give me a break <laughs> why can't i drive from the back seat let's have fun if we're going to be in the car for this long <laughs> so this is the the full-on room and so there's a bathroom with a shower here okay sink here this comes down and it's a bunk bed and this rolls out it's like a like a twin and a half so like when it, one. it's like a couch bed type situation yeah yeah um oh wrong way this uh here's a tr uh, shot of chicago from the train i mean it's really incredible to see it's really pretty look at that I don't know that I've ever been to Chicago proper. I know I've played shows outside of, but I don't know if I've ever played shows in Chicago. Shoot. What are all those X's on the map? Trust made a map of the dangerous parts of Chicago that we should avoid. Works, right? Well, you were... Oh yeah, yeah, that makes. Sense. I was gonna say you you were on the train the whole time. But you mean when you got off the train? <laughs> I'm glad. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Just like, so she made like. Well, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> you're on the train when we're off the train. Good news is yeah. we go right through it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a picture of one of them. One of the bad areas, or one of the trains. One of the trains. Yeah. Then uh, bad train the, in a good area. The station. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Really pretty. 
And I thought uh, Two All Trains sounded like a post-hardcore band. That's 100% accurate. That's exactly what I fucking thought of. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah, man, listeners. I'm into this. I'm really into listeners who can't see the photos. We, like, we've been talking about doing it. I'm thinking about giving it a trial run. I've got tickets to see Glassjaw in Atlanta. And I'm thinking about driving to Birmingham to get on a plane or to get on a train to ride to Atlanta and go to the show and then get on the train back, like do a Atlanta. one day. Yeah. Cause it's like three and a half hours by train. So I'm thinking about doing it. Check out the, the hotel view. Isn't that cool? Oh, Ooh, we a little wee wee there. Go back and let's see, let's see a little dick picnic. Show us a little, show us a little live. Look what you got there. Look at little, okay. Look at a little, little bit of that grundle there. Yeah, look at that wee wee. Look at that wee wee you got, boy. It's all tucked up too. <laughs> we went. And- <laughs> so when you, I love the idea when you lay down, you tuck your dick back. I love that idea so much. Is that like, is that a thing? It's like a weird defense mechanism you developed. It's whenever you lay down, you subconsciously use your legs to pull your dick back between your legs. No, it's an arresting position. Oh, an arresting position. You don't want it just ready to attack, you know? It's in default mode. (laughs) So you're a default tucker. (laughs) That's a good name. (laughs) Default tucker. Default Tucker Carlson. So anyway, that was it. No, man, that's cool. I'm going to, I'm need Cause I was asking you for like tips and you sent me the, you you sent me the link to the website. (laughs) (laughs) Because Emily was like, I, like I jokingly told Emily, she's like, you should ask Nick for like tips and stuff. And I was like, if I ask Nick for information on his train ride, he's going to send me a link to the website. And she goes, no, he won't. And that's exactly what you did. And I was like, see, I know this dude. I was like, and I, this, and, and I told her, I was like, and this isn't him being sarcastic. This is him going, this is him giving me too much credit. This is him going, Patrick can figure it out from the website because he, cause that's him being like, you could figure it out. Here are the tools. I'm telling you, I checked a bunch of blogs. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and the best tips that I got about doing it were from the Amtrak website. Yeah, we did look at some YouTube videos and it was just some kid being like, it's train trips, I'm going on one, let's go. And then like a smash cut montage of somebody with vocal fry being like, look at the food. And I was like, if that guy's in the train, I'm going to murder The The food is not good, just FYI. And the food, so it, it's uh, getting the room in the room at is like, it's insanely expensive i don't know is it oh my god yeah yeah it's ridiculous because we found out we saw a room at that was like 185 oh really yeah it was like 185 for the room at from like nashville to chicago and i was like and that's in addition to the tickets right that's not just like the cost of everything like so your ticket plus everything including the food no shit three meals a day yeah so train trips are all inclusive the room or the room at uh, we were looking at the, whatever one's got a bath, whatever one um, doesn't have a bathroom is one we were looking at for this, for like a short trip. And then if we do anything that's overnight, we're definitely going to have the bathroom. Yeah. So I uh, be pissing. The, the first, uh, the, the sooner that you book it, the cheaper it's going to be because they, they price the, the rooms based on how full the train is. Of course. And so, uh, so, which is different from airplanes. 
So, so I do recommend that. Yeah, dude, that. I'm, I'm like, cause it's one of those things like if we're going to drive, that's fine. But if we're going to drive it, we could like get a train instead of just fucking driving. Like I'd be fucking set on that, man. Cause this is how I'm kind of like shoehorning the, or not shoehorning, how I'm trying to deviate from like, we talked about this. Emily wants to do the route 66 thing. And because of her, her violent, violent oh, right, road yeah. rage, her road rage, I've been like, there's no way I can't. I told her, I was like, there, I can't do it mentally. I can't handle how you are in a car for that period of time. I can't do it. And I told her, I was like, and you can't do it. I make the joke, but it's 100% serious. We can't drive to the fucking corner store by her house without her telling someone that they're being a bitch. And I'm supposed to be in a car with you for the entire Route 66. No, thank you. But we found a two-week train trip that I was like, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that. That's. Can you wander? Can you just go wandering? Yeah. Yeah. The So most people typically say that they spend. A lot of people suggest, unless you're doing overnight, don't do the room mm-hmm. and just get a coach ticket because a lot of people just spend time in that uh, in the viewing car. Uh, there was like nobody on that fucking train. Really? Uh, yeah. So if and you're saying, uh, so if it's not an overnight room, that's not really worth it. No, no, I'm saying, oh, yeah, yeah. If you're not doing an overnight room, I don't think it makes sense to get the extra money. We were testing it to see. Mm-hmm. We wanted to see both of them and see what it was like. Um, but if it's not an overnight trip, I wouldn't. Unless you, unless you really, like, really value privacy and you want to, <clears> like, <throat> be able to have conversations or you're worried about COVID because they were very good about that. Yeah, um, they enforce the masks heavily because that was her like whole thing of like, well, if we can get on the train and separate ourselves entirely from other people, then it'll be little. Mm-hmm. She's like, I feel more comfortable doing that. And I was like, OK, well, you do that. But I'm seriously contemplating driving to Birmingham, catching a train to Atlanta early in the morning, going to the show and then just catching a train back sometime. I mean, I don't you guys know, Nick, you fucking you've gone on tour. I know you. <laughs> yeah, and what I'm saying, like you've been on tour, you know, that like people I don't want to neither one of us were like rock stars, but I think we've developed the kind of skill of like, if we can find an electrical outlet, we can find a way to occupy ourselves for four to six Mm -hmm. hours. You know what I mean? I think that's, I think that's a skill set you get when you're just like, yeah, we're here. It's 8am and we don't, we're not allowed in the building till five. So where are we going to go sit? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like where, is there a mall? Is there a Barnes and Noble around? Is the kid booking the show going to let us go to his house and take a shower? Like, (laughs) <laughs> those are the kinds of things that I think people like you and I have kind of conditioned ourselves of like, I can just sit somewhere for three to four hours and be fine. It's about yeah. that six hour mark that I'm kind of like, all right, I'm starting to get antsy. Yeah. It was a blast, man. I want to do it. I really want to do it. And after seeing those photos, like I'm pumped. Cause it's not that yeah. expensive either. No. Like I think, no, um, I mean, that, like if you do coach and just hang out in the, uh, what's it called? The viewing car. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not bad at all. So where did you get on the train? You said Fulton, Kentucky? Yeah, Fulton, Kentucky. How far is that from, you, sucks, from where you're it's at? Like a, it was like a three-hour drive. That, see, that's what we're kind of worried about is because she was like, would well, you want to drive an hour south to just, to just drive or to get on a train for eight hours? Or do you want to drive to Nashville, get on there, and then go to Chicago? And I was like, what we could do is drive to your brother's house in Nashville, park the cars there, have him take us or Uber to the train station. Cause she was worried about leaving her car somewhere or me leaving my car somewhere. Mm. And I was like, I mean, I understand that being a worry, but 
My car's paid off. I hope you steal it. There's one in uh, Clarksville, it looks like. No shit? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, the one in Birmingham's 60 miles away. Tristan, where are you at on trains? Yeah, what do you think about them trains? As, as, as self-proclaimed, T-Train the Pussy King, how do you feel about trains? Uh, that's just a metaphor. I don't know if you realize. It's a, it's, it's a metaphor. It's not a real train. What isn't a real train? The T-Train. <laughs> If we had merch, <laughs> I would have T-Train PK shirts made without question <laughs> in the G.I. Joe font. Oh, of course. <laughs> and then choo-choo. No, it'd be goo-goo because mm. you're the pussy king. No, I mean, my my where I'm at on trades is where I'm at with everybody else. And it's a boring answer. So what is, Oh, you're with us on it. Mm, sure. What if we did a train trip guys? No. What if we did a train trip? Uh, planes or planes are faster. Tristan, what if we flew you to Nashville and then we did a train trip somewhere? No, I mean, we could just hang out somewhere. Yeah, on a train. On a train. No. In a room. In a room <clears throat> no, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not into that. You would hate Why? it. You would hate it so hard. Because it's not efficient. If I want to go somewhere, I've already, like, I want, I have a destination in mind. I'm just going to go there. Um, it's literally about the journey, not the destination. But you had a trip planned for Chicago, so you yeah. did have a destination in yeah, mind. Have a, no, we'll do a round trip somewhere. We'll do like an eight-hour round trip. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a way to get you to Nashville. We'll meet you in Nashville, and then we'll just do like an eight-hour loop-de-loop on well, a train. That, well, that's what sucks is that the eight hours can just be two if we just... No, no, no. We'll be together that's on a train. Point. Yeah, what are you talking about? You would be this on a train... Like saying- well, I can just Google pictures of paintings. So you leave me out of this. I can just draw my own paintings. So why well, would I want to go to an art museum? Draw I mean, my own paintings is the name of the episode. Well, I mean, you didn't ask my opinion about the museum. So, I mean. Oh, we, we know because I know where you stand on museums. No, actually, I, I like museums. So, gotcha. Um, <laughs> But you you asked my opinion about this, and that's why I didn't say anything. Is because I don't I don't always feel the need to shit on everything. But if if I'm asked, I just would prefer to already know where I want to go and just go go there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so. Hear me out. Just hear me out. I, I know you, you don't want to Disney. Ugh, gross. Come on, man. Tristan at Disney World, he'd hate that. <laughs> and as someone who recently went to Disney. I don't know if I want, I'm in no rush to go back. Um, Definitely not uh, want to go over there or any place like that now. Like yeah. Now. Right, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so, so Tristan, what if we just hear me out? Hear me out. We, we find a way to get you to Nashville, right? And then Nick and I, we meet, we all meet in Nashville. Okay. Someone, we, we, we park our cars at, at uh, I'll find a way to get us at a friend's house. We'll park the car so they'll be safe. 
We'll get rides. We'll pay some friends to give us a ride from the airport, picking your sweet, sweet bottom up. And then we scoop you up in our loving arms and we get on a train and we go on like an eight hour trip or whatever. And then we come back and we put you back on a train or put you back on a plane and you go back from whence you came. You wouldn't do that with us. I mean, why don't we all just go to Brookstone and I'll pay for the vibrating chairs and you guys, we could just <laughs> sit in that for eight hours. <laughs> Nick is and, and we can just look at pictures of scenery. We can, we can all we can all watch the same YouTube video at the same time of a train trip. Sitting I mean, in Brookstone why chairs. even eat when I can just pretend to eat? Do you guys not ever remember what it was like to be on long road trips with your parents and just all you had to do was look out the fucking window? Like, I know what that's like. So no, I I don't no. need to relive that. Not really. I but never really went on trips with, with your parents. parents. Yeah, you're with us. You're with the boys. With your friends. Yeah. So again, <clears throat> we, we can just take <clears throat> our shirts off. We can just hang out. Yeah, on a train. Or or we can just go to a location and and see the sites there. We're trying whatever. to have an event. Okay, okay. I'll raise you that. I'll raise you that. Well, you don't like theme parks though. We can't go to I, I have never said that. No, I know. I'm saying, I'm, said saying like I'm saying right the idea of a theme park now with COVID isn't responsible. You don't like that. Well, not not Disney. Like okay. that's that's just a whole other level of what of if what if you come to Nashville, right? Right. You get to Nashville on your plane or in your uh whatever weird fucking uh, thing you want to take, you get here, right? And then we get on a train and we go. We go, uh, we go to um, a thing that you want to go to. We go to that thing, and then we ride the train back from that thing, and then you can fly directly home. What if we let you pick where you go? I just don't understand the middle part of this. It's us hanging out on a train. You can do that. Don't you miss the car? Don't you miss the car rides of the three of us going to the grocery store at all hours of the night, getting all up to who knows what, being a couple so and sos? If you they do that on a train, if they were eight hours, no, I wouldn't miss that. Oh my god, you are killing me, man! I figured uh, you'd be into this idea. Yeah, I like the idea of going to the grocery store or to the mall or something with you guys Our because because that trains. because that trip was fifteen minutes max. What if we took a train to a grocery store? You get to pick it. So what you're saying is you don't enjoy travel. Our company. I don't like being uncomfortable. And I know that Why would me you be going comfortable. Because I'm because I'm going out in public in a place where I can't control any of the situation. No, like, we don't ever have like, to leave the train. We'll stay like on the train the, for eight hours. The seating, the food, like it's all it's all just accepted to be suboptimal because it's public transportation. But I could just cut that out and not do that. And but you know it's not suboptimal. You know you it's, can't control anything anywhere. You know it's priceless, Tristan. I can't. What do you mean? I can't get control anything anywhere. I can control what I eat and how comfortable I am, what I'm sitting on, and are we like segueing into? The, are we segueing <clears throat> into the Matrix? Are we segueing into the Matrix portion of the show? Sounds <laughs> like it. Sounds like it. Okay, we're not getting anywhere with this train thing, Tristan. I got hey, my eye on look, you. Look, you and Nick are going to spit all <laughs> ideas. We'll get back to you and let you know what the let you know. It, what it's it's yeah yeah, yeah. it's. It's fine. It's fine that you guys have this and that's cute. And that's, I, I don't mind that, but 
that's that's why I didn't want to in, interject anything is because I don't have anything positive to offer. I just it's not for me. First off, Tristan, everything you always have something positive to offer because your presence is a present. Th thank you. Do you want to talk about the matrix now? Sure. Um, you go, you go, you lead this one, Tristan. I, so first of all, I, I had the Eternals pulled up and I was like, ah, I, I really don't want to watch this. And I turned off the Eternals before I, before I started it and pulled what up the, the Matrix. And sub, subpar Marvel movie. It's just a, not even Marvel movie. It's just a bad movie. <clears throat> so I would say, okay, it's, it's not that it's bad. It's not good. It's not good. It's, like they, they've been knocking it out of the park for years for almost, for the for a majority of the titles they've been releasing. And this, this just didn't appeal to me. I would say recently they haven't been because Scarlet Witch was completely unnecessary. And uh, I did not care for the Eternals. You talk about so, WandaVision? WandaVision's fine. Hawkeye's fine. What I'm saying is like you said, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, or I'm not. I'm sorry, not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow. I apologize. I um, gotcha. Yeah, Black Widow was like, yeah, this is a thing that didn't need to exist. It's fine. This yeah, no, yeah, and that should be a TV I, movie. I was willing to look past that because that one was definitely like there were a lot of things involved with COVID that affected that for yeah. sure. And I was like, okay, I don't know how much of this is this and how much of this is this, and yeah. I just kind of I just wrote it off. Right. But but the Eternals had tons of time to just get whatever they're trying to do and nail it. But, it felt like an eternity. I'll tell you that much. But uh, but again, I can't really speak to it because I haven't seen it. But I turned that off and I put on the Matrix, and it was not great. Okay, what and, were you, Nick? How did you feel about? It? Let's just get the overall sense of the room before we get too far into this. Nick, what did you think? I, I'm I'm hesitant to even speak because I only watched half of it. Okay, so your opinion was you couldn't, you couldn't, it was thing. not for me. Okay. I couldn't, I didn't imagine that I would have thought about turning it off, but there was about a, it was like to the climax. I'm like, ah, I could probably just turn it off. I didn't, but I, I, I had that thought. And that's, I wanted to like it so much. And I just, I wanted, I was like ready to jump in and I like it, whenever something cool would happen, because there were a few parts that were pretty cool. I wanted to just like latch onto that and be like, okay, this is where it gets going and it's not weird anymore. And I, it just didn't land for me. Uh, how I, how, my, my general feel for it, uh, it's, it's kind of, I, people are going to be like, what, how I'm completely middle of the road with it. everything you guys are saying. I 100% understand and agree with agree with it agree with it nick i agree with wanting to be wanting to be like i'd rather have watched this in parts but because it was it goes away last night at midnight <laughs> i'd waited so long to see it uh which we can get to after oh, we talk it's about gone it a little now? bit more yeah it's no longer on hbo max that's um, weird that's so a weird I, choice well they did that with a couple other things the day and date 31 days thing um so i saw it and uh tristan you're right there were lots of parts where i was like this is cool and lots of parts where i was like Fucking yeah. Okay. And then Nick with you, I completely understand about halfway through it. I was like, I would really have liked to have watched this like an hour and a half at a time. Um, that being said, my general, my general overall feel about the matrix movie. I don't feel like it wasted my time. That's how I feel about it. I wish I felt, I wish I had more of a feeling about it. It's just 
We watched it for two and a half hours. At the end of it, Emily was like, I liked that. And I went and I said, I told her, I was like, I didn't not like it, but I also don't feel like it wasted my time. Uh, I guess, and, and maybe I just, maybe I didn't get it because I wasn't paying close enough attention because I, I just, it wasn't clicking for me, but I don't know. I'm not going to say it didn't have anything to say because it did have some things to say. I don't know if it had anything significant enough to warrant another entry into the series to say. No, it's, it's completely unnecessary. And I think where you're getting what I, I'm going to tell me if I'm on the wrong track with this, Tristan, but I feel kind of like similar thing with you is when we talked about this a couple episodes ago, is like when that first matrix movie came out, like kids of our age, like teenagers were like this fucking rules. But people who were like in their mid twenties to late thirties were like, this is literally stealing from so many things that we have thought have been cool in our little corner of the internet for years. Fuck this. Cause I know plenty of people who are like one generation above me who are like, no, the matrix sucks. Here's what you need to watch. And like, I get that mentality. What I think happened with the matrix resurrections is the creators of the matrix, the Wachowskis, whatever it is, um, they knew that if they were, if they continued to lift from anime, that people would be like, you did it again. And you've had years to realize what you had done and you admitting that you did it and you did it again. So I think what we got was them trying to take the matrix and take it away from all the shit that they might have stolen from other things and make it what make it their own thing. And then you really start to realize their shortcomings as creators to be like, oh, when you have to do it completely on your own, it ain't great. Uh, and something that, no, Tristan, correct me if I'm wrong, have you ever played the Nier Automata games? Yeah. Okay. Is this a lifted plot point of when the robots found out how the robots had treated humans that the robots were like, Hey, we don't want to treat humans like that. So a certain sect of the robots left the robots to assist the humans. Is that lifted from near automata? Is that a plot point in that game? It's been so long since I've played it, okay. but there, there, there are the whole humanity and the robots thing like that. That is definitely part of it. But um, do you get what I'm saying? Does that, does what I was getting at make sense? It does. I don't know if I agree that that's what was the cause of any of these changes because every there, there's there are no original ideas. You're right. And uh, the like my my parents took me to go see the Matrix. Like they, I I, I was going for them. Like they they it was their idea to go. Uh, I guess my dad wanted to see it, and they really liked it. Um, and I loved it. Absolutely. So the first time I saw it, like I was like, "Whoa, this is this fucking rips. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen since Terminator 2. And and it was, and it revolutionized uh, filmmaking and different like things that became movie language uh, and like movie shorthand for for stuff. And it like those a lot of those things are still used now, and uh, they came from the matrix and i really like the first movie is fucking great but um i don't think that they were uh, afraid of uh, being accused of, of 
plagiarizing or anything because everything oh, no, I'm is. Not, I'm, I was taking it more. Their mentality was like, oh, you think we can't do this on our own? Well, we're gonna. And then while we're doing it, we're going to reference our own shit for 45 minutes. We're going to reference what you already know over and over again. Well, that was the thing. Like, and, and it's, it's such a weird line for me because like, for one, it, it is weird to see a movie be its own hype squad about what came before. Yeah. It's like, you're just making me want to watch The Matrix. Like, I, I don't know what you're doing. Well, you got to see clips from it, so. Right, and that's the thing. Like, all the clips and stuff is just like, I want to see, I want to see that. Yeah. And because what's happening right now is just talking about how he's worn out and tired and stuff and it's not as good as what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's just like, that's not, that that's the movie text saying mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, and oh, characters also re- could what took turns telling him, hey, you're not as cool as you used to be. Mm-hmm. Like every person he interacted with was like, oh man, you're not really like how you used to be. And, um, but the other part of that is, is that with it being its own hype squad and playing its own hits and stuff like for one you you absolutely have to know what happened in the original trilogy to know anything and i don't usually fault movies for that uh because like in game and and uh infinity war and stuff you absolutely have to know what happened like in, in infinity war not maybe not so much but it really would have helped to know what happened in all the other movies tristan you just nailed what the matrix resurrections is you nailed it you fucking it, nailed it what's that the matrix resurrections is going to see a band on the reunion tour and they're only playing new songs <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's because you were hit when you said play the hits i was just kind of like yeah the matrix resurrection is going to see a band you fucking love and they only play new shit but they they remind you about the old shit like yeah. they'll they they play the old shit in between songs or something while they're setting up for something else yep. but um it's that being said, like it, you have to know what ha- what came before. But then they reference these people and in interactions and stuff, and they play a clip from that mm-hmm. that really doesn't explain anything. But they, you have to know what it means. Like no, the, they were just showing pictures of like the black guy. It's Morpheus. Don't believe us. Here's Morpheus. Well, uh, like the one that comes to mind is is Sati. I think um, the the little girl from. Yeah from the third matrix movie or something i still i can't remember who the fuck she is i remember that i remember the the basics of, of who she is mm-hmm. but then they referenced her again and she came back and, and it is an important character or i whatever. still don't understand how her robot bird worked i still i yeah, thought about I, that i thought about that since the movie was over like i don't know how that thing worked or what that scenario was or how she was standing next to the trinity in the pod spoiler alert but it was a c it was like not her but it wasn't a computer thing like morpheus is that that whole that was where i started going like oh man we're really getting up our own asses on this huh and but like i they they show a little reference clip and stuff but even then like you're showing me that she's supposed to be important but i really none of the text of the movies telling me who she is and why she's important they they did that's that's a perfect point is they did they couldn't find a consistent way to remind us of who people were and there were certain points where like 
that needed explanation that they just assumed that we knew about, but then would spend lots of time explaining things that there was no idea that we wouldn't know who this character is. But with this other person, you're like, oh, we're just supposed to know who that was. That person who was around for five minutes, we're all supposed to remember her, but we're going to get literally 20 minutes of like, no, trust us, it's Morpheus. And parts where it's like, oh yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be enemies again, but now we're going to team up for a minute and then we're going to, we're going to have a heel turn and I'm going to be your enemy again, but I'm going to come through and I'm going to be an ally here. And there are some basic motivations I see in that. Like they tried to explain some of that away, but the program went rogue. That's the explanation for Mr. Smith. He's a rogue program. So he's going to operate in a certain way, but then occasionally not in the other. But yeah. that's you're no, right. You're he, right. Was, he was a right. rogue. He was a rogue program in the original trilogy too, because he literally. But rogue doesn't mean wishy washy. I know that. And flip floppy. <laughs> I know that. You know that. You, you have your own motivations, and the motivations are consistent throughout. Like him going rogue in the previous trilogy is just him abandoning the the system. And and doing his own thing, uh, but he didn't ever flip flop. You're right. How good was that Mind Hunter guy though? He did really well. He did very well for the for what he was given. The uh, the guy who plays Agent Smith, that's the dude from Mind Hunter. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't dislike him. I yeah. <clears throat> the the zombies were weird. I didn't I didn't get that. Oh, the the bots. Yeah. But, essentially turning everyone into NPCs. Yeah, which which for one, like that was something that I was kind of confused about too. And I feel like I know the answer, but I'm not completely sure that I don't ever think that they were ever actually within the matrix itself, like within the main matrix. They were in like this little side system, right? Like because they weren't. Yeah, that that I don't know. I don't know. I just because thought the parts where they returned them into bombs was kind of cool. That I mean, aesthetically, yeah, that looks cool. But the whole point of that in the original trilogy was that these living, breathing people who were in pods could be taken over and become agents, and mm-hmm. they just get killed because they're trying to go after these people. But with the, they call them bots, so I. I'm assuming that they're just programs. Okay, I see what you're saying. They're not actual human flesh and right. Quote, and the, the thing with Morpheus, he was he was supposed to be he was an Asian, but he has an awakening scene. So I guess he was a program too, or was he a person? But he was he had to have been a program because he doesn't have a body. So it's just I guess I guess they're in a side system or something. They're not in the full matrix or something. Um it's like this little tucked away piece of code. Or I love that Nick turned it off halfway. So Nick has no idea. Nick, did you at least get to the part where Trinity has kids? Uh, like when they're in the coffee shop? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm trying to figure out where halfway is. Where did you turn it off at? Um, fuck. I don't even remember. Uh, I think he was just still, he was working at the video game company and starting to realize that he wasn't. Dude, that was not halfway. Ill. That's like 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> like you turned it off super it was early. enough. It was yeah, enough. that's, that's kind of like, I, it's like, I understand, like I completely get, and I would, com- 
I don't know that I wouldn't have been like, I'm watching this in chunks had I not been there with Emily and the timeline being what it was of it going away at midnight. But like everything I you guys are so saying, hard to give it a real try. Everything you guys are saying, I completely agree with. And this is going to sound weird. I, the parts of the movie I liked were all the talking and them explaining what the universe was. I thought the fight scenes were fucking whack. I thought, I thought the fight scenes, Emily got max. I was like, why are there so many tackles? Why is everyone tackling each other? That is not what I come to these movies for. Yeah, the, the fights were not good. Uh, they, they were not great. The, but to finish my point, the, the reason why the bots confuse me is, is not... The, the reason why the zombies confuse me is because if you have the ability to, to do that, just why not turn them all into agents? Because that's way more effective in... I, I don't know. They, they, it's something that they have done before. But then they made a weird subclass of also program. if if they're inside the matrix and the motorcycle isn't real because it belongs to Trinity and it's not a construct of the people in the in the ship, then couldn't they just turn the matrix uh, or couldn't the matrix just turn the motorcycle into a bunch of marbles? You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's and that's one of those things that with the matrix is like if you think about it too much, it all falls apart. And that's what I tried not to do, but like I found myself that's the being point, man. Right. Well, I right, know, right. But, I know, but I know. They they look like and this is why I have so many problems with certain movies, and Terminator 2 being one of those movies is because right. you have established rules. Like they've they've established why like you can bend programming you can't break it and some rules are set and some rules are not and so like them not being able to turn the motorcycle off or turn it into something else okay i can buy that but for me like they have already established before that that they can that anybody can become an agent and to me that breaks its own rule and it's not really it's a fake tension and i don't really get it 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 seemed like the defense like you guys know about the Simpsons defense, right? What's that? A wizard did it. Oh, gotcha. Right. So it's just like in the Matrix movies, it seems like they're they're the answer for everything for anybody's motivations or to pick apart a plot hole is they just go, We learned how. Like, how did you how did the why didn't they turn the the motorcycle into little marbles being a fall down? And then the 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 humans, the people who are freed from the matrix go, Well, we learned how to make it so they can't. Hmm. or how can they do this now we have all this technology oh the matrix learned how to do it like that's always like that's it's always been the thing in me when i've had the matrix was like that's the answer is we learned how somebody on one side learned how to do it and they did it and there were some parts of that that were really cool like i like i like the idea of the transplant like of being able to connect one person to one thing and because you can't just disconnect entirely otherwise you right. kill somebody so disconnect from one thing to another then you have like a a host for a while um and then they're they're serving as like an in-between in this daisy chain of trying to disconnect mm-hmm. them from the major like that's cool yeah uh having having the uh having the operator be able to be present in like as a hologram or something that's kind of mm-hmm. cool i like that um the fight scenes, though, it felt like Saturday morning uh, action shows. It looked bad. And, like just, just like, supremo. Like it just looked real bad, which and sucks because like the bar set so high in those first three movies. Even if you don't like Matrix, the second one, the fucking fight scenes are insane. What I can nail it down to was 
the like the hits didn't have a lot of impact like they would they would go in for these hits and you would be expecting more and like mm-hmm. the the sound wasn't even there to like to give the illusion of, of weight that's something that i picked apart in my head i didn't bring up to end links i was afraid she wouldn't um she wouldn't be able to unhear it the audio there was they were christopher nolan levels of like can't figure out where the audio mix is in that fucking movie and like the one that sticks out to me the most and it's kind of easy because there's only like two fight scenes is when they they go see smith and then it just becomes this fucking circus of the merovingian and and everything and all these deleted programs but like it it doesn't feel like there's any urgency in any no. of it. It's just like a people teaming up to, to dance or something. And then they, it just, it felt like a dance. It felt like they were trying, like the fight scenes were leading up to someone essentially putting their knees on their shoulders and going, just hear me out for a second. Yeah. And Every but, fight scene was like, I need you to listen to me. I'm not going to listen to you. Well, then I'm going to, I'm going to fist punch you until you promise to listen to me. Yeah. That, that was like, first of it, first of all, I, I, I didn't really understand why there was a confrontation in in with with Smith anyway, um, but there was, and that's fine. You know, it's yeah. fine. But then, like, it happened, and then, like, I don't. Nothing's really happening. There's a there's a lot of stuff like this is it's going on for a long time, but there's not really anything happening. Yeah, and like, why not just just go just go for Keanu like just go straight for him if that's if that's what you want to do like but i don't know it just and none of it none of it felt impactful and they just were getting tossed around and stuff yeah well let's try to make it let's try to keep it positive though carrie ann moss still top tier babe she still got it still got it still got it and top tier baby top tier babe (laughs) no i i I don't know if you all have ever watched Corridor Crew or not, but they are a, a group of special effects artists who uh, they have a YouTube show where they dedicate some time every week to breaking down good and bad visual effects of movies and stuff. And I didn't really put it to words in my head until they brought it up, but the, the bullet time looking so janky in this for me anyway yeah um they 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 got rid of the smears like it it used to smear in between frames and stuff and so like the diving in between bullets and stuff looked really cool and that would be why and i i knew that it looked bad but i couldn't just parse out exactly what was different about it right and and that was it and they because they pointed it out in that oh that's crazy and it's it's unfortunate because like it felt so different. Yeah, it's it was. Just, I think a lot of it is this. This is maybe off topic, but I watched a movie called Lamb this week. That was a complete waste of my fucking time. That just to watch something that I was just kind of <laughs> just to watch something that I was just kind of like this. I've is, heard about that. I watched uh, something that I was like, yeah, this isn't this doesn't offend me. I I mean, it is something that is. Uh, it reminds me of my childhood. Maybe it's not that great but i'm i'm having a it was one of those things like i'm having a good time oh the matrix resurrections 
think I think he's talking about lamb. Is that the what do you the, think? the child? No, that's what I'm asking about. Yes. Are you asking about the movie Lamb? Yes. I'll try to keep it quick because we're coming up on time here, but I saw it and I hated it. Fucking hated it. Uh, that, that's how, there's a, there's about, a child that's a lamb, right? It's a, it's a half, it's a, well, I can't, are you guys planning on watching oh. this? Because I can't tell you about it. If you it's an A24, it. isn't it? Yeah, A24 yes. snore. Um, What'd you think I, about it? I thought it was horrible. Uh, I don't think that art, I, I'm getting tired of movies treating me like I'm fucking stupid. Let me explain. I am so fucking tired of you doing long cuts of somebody walking from a house to a barn. As an adult, as a full-grown person, you don't have to show me someone in the house and then show me someone in a barn. My brain doesn't go, well, I bet they flew there. Like, you don't need to show me the 30 fucking... that's why they're doing it? Or they're letting the scene breathe? It's... The, the movie, then if that's it, the movie's nothing but hot air, Nick, because it is so many clips of, of <laughs> people funny. walking from one space to another. I told Emily, I was like, if this had been an internet short, I'd have been like, that's pretty fucking cool. There is no reason for that movie to be longer than 15 fucking minutes because so much more of that, so much of that movie is them just going from one place to another and they keep going, oh yeah, but remember like the lamb's got pants on. So like, that's weird, right? Oh, the lamb's I, got a jacket. Isn't that crazy? Like it's, I heard a review of the movie and it's, it's a lot of what you're saying about like, but, but mostly the point is like, <clears throat> if there is a, if there is a point they it's it's not obvious to them and that they they have tried really hard to look into it and to look at all angles about what this could actually be about that was, like what the conflict is yeah. and like and it's That's, just not Tristan, you're 100% right, because it's one of those, like, we had a whole three-hour episode about Midsummer, and everything that Nick and Drew and you said about that movie is 100% valid, 100% valid things. Those are all things that if you looked at it from an artistic, thematic, tone, historical, folklore perspective, you are 100% right. If you try to put one, I, one, one, one amount, one percentage of that thought into trying to find some deep meaning in Lamb, put a quarter in your ass, you played yourself. It's not what that fucking movie's about. It is a 90 minute internet short that could have been fucking cool if it had been eight to 10 minutes long. All right, two minutes, 60 second synopsis. What is it? 60, uh, do, can I give spoilers? Yeah, I don't care. I'm not okay. going to watch it. If it's uh, you, the movie starts with some heavy breathing, and, the, and it's obviously a creature. A creature walks into a barn and fucks a sheep. You don't see it, but you just assume that's what happens because the sheep creature comes in, and then you see the actual sheep stumble out all bone-legged like it just got fucked. Then five to ten, uh, let's say I say five to ten, felt like an eternity minutes later, the lamb falls out of uh, a lamb gives birth to a lamb, but we don't see the whole lamb, but we know something's weird because they spend 15 seconds staring at their faces. They're like, oh, oh, is it weird? Isn't it weird this happened? And they take that little creature in and they put it in a fucking bed and they put it in a cradle and then they put it in like a baby's bed. And then you see it from the back standing up and you're like, oh, okay, it has human parts, whatever. And then later on, the weird brother shows up and he was in an 80s band for some fucking reason. And that's the thing we have to hear about and watch him dance around the into a pop song. He tries to make a move on the wife. The wife's like, get out of here. She gives him money puts him on a bus he leaves that's a part of the movie that we don't need to fucking see uh then occasionally uh the dad will go out and do something with the lamb kid and you'll start to see the lamb kid be weird and like kind of maybe be too lamb and then too kid and everyone's like isn't this weird it's like the whole thing's weird stop showing me how fucking weird it is i get it it's wearing pants and a jacket i understand 
Then at the end of the movie, the dad's walking the lamb kid out to do something or another. And then you just see the dad get shot. Camera pans over and you see the creature from the beginning of the movie, which is a six foot lamb guy who looks really fucking cool. And he's holding a gun and has opposable thumbs and he has shot the dad. He then collects the lamb child and walks away. Then at the very end of the movie, we see the main character lady standing on what we have to assume is the top of a mountaintop. And she's just standing there. And then the movie cuts to black. So not to be completely shitty, but you know the difference between a synopsis and just the movie, right? Nope. He said I had two minutes. I filled it in. And I asked for spo- I asked if I could spoil it. He said two minutes, 120 seconds, synopsis, go. I did. I gave it to you. No, that's what I wanted to know. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Then why did you say synopsis? That's just the movie. I thought that what that oh, meant. Oh, my God. I thought that's what that meant. That's that's not what that means. I did, okay. I apologize. Okay. Were, Were you going to watch it? Did Tristan. I ruin it? I didn't know. Sorry. Did I ruin it for you, Tristan? No, it's fine. I I, I already already knew that because yeah. I that review went into spoilers, and I just wanted to see what it was about. Yeah. But the coolest part of the movie happens at the very end, and you're kind of like, seriously, if this had been like an eight to ten minute short, I'd have been like, oh, that's really cool. But you see it coming from a mile away, and you're and saying. It's definitely not some kind of metaphor or There's, statement. I just, I, it, if, if it if does, it, it's unclear. If that's what I'm saying, if it is, yeah. if it is, it's the director going, exactly, that's what I was going for. And then it's like, the, well, you did, you did it poorly. If it, yeah, if it is, the, the, the director did a bad job of conveying the, I'm the looking point. at some pictures and it looks insane. It, uh, this is going to sound bad. Fucking eighty six. Do you think it's that like critics feel like if the, since they don't understand it, if they yes, it's because yeah. it's a twenty four and it's got unwarranted clout. A twenty four though is typically pretty cool. We agree to disagree. Did you, did you see the lighthouse? No, I haven't. It's pretty good. That's what oh, I'm saying. It's like great. I've seen what is it? Uh, the Mandy. witch. I like the witch. Did you see Mandy? I liked Mandy. I'm saying it's like not all of them suck. I'm just saying Midsummer. We all know how I feel about it. And this movie, Lamb, was a complete waste of my fucking time. Even Emily, who can usually find something about everything, went, I didn't hate that, but I didn't like it. I will say that there are, there are some movies that I really like, but it deserves every, everything it gets with it being lumped in with pretentious art yeah. movies. It earns that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'm getting so I that's my beef with art movies is like, don't show me every detail to build tension because I feel like you just think I'm fucking stupid. I fucking loved Witch too. Yeah, Witch is great, but it has an ending. It has a beginning, a middle and an end. Dude, this movie, this movie does it. This movie is like you just watch these two people be fucking sad for 80 minutes and then a goat man shoots them and you're like rocking and then it's over and you're like, well, what's this about? What is this? Should have been a movie about that guy. Yeah, because that guy is fucking man. that dude's hanging dong and carrying a gun. He's cool. <laughs> um but yeah. he does, he looks cool as shit, Tristan. When they cut to him, like the practical effects, if they are practical, are awesome. And you're like, man, that dude looks fucking rad. It's and then it's just like over. Gonna go fuck another sheep somewhere else on another farm. Um but no, uh, about the Matrix, I I really I really wanted to like it, and I'm 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 sad that I I'm sad that it didn't do it for me. Um, I know that it was kind of hotly contested about whether it was good or bad, and it, I wanted 
to be on the other side where i was like no it's it's totally really good but it it just didn't land for me and would you watch another one i i would probably give it a shot but like i'm i i was already apprehensive anyway yeah because if you're going to crack open a franchise that's been dead for 20 years like you you really need to have a point and have a good reason to do it um and so i was already apprehensive and so if they make another one then i'm going to be even more skeptical i guess they had 20 years to make that lore so rich Mm-hmm. And I, I I loved the franchise, so it's hard for me to shit on. I don't want to say, I honestly, and I didn't finish it, so I don't want to say anything bad about it, but it, it wasn't for me. And yeah, and there I was, was I did, I wasn't crazy about two or three, but there were still elements of that that I like. I, I do love tidbits of lore and stuff, and people, when people are just talking, I'm cool with that. Like, yeah knowing that um these rogue programs are explanations for supernatural vampires and werewolves and ghosts and stuff like that's cool to me that that that, that's where that folklore comes from um or like that's where deja vu comes from it's just weird programming glitches and stuff and like I, i even though that was in the first movie but you know there there are things that are redeemable in those other movies even though the movies themselves are not that great but the first one is just so strong that it you can get by with the other ones and not yeah. care too much but i don't know this this just feels I'm, I'm wondering if it was more i'm wondering if the video game commentary was truthful or not about what the current situation was because there was a line yeah that was saying essentially it was it was directly saying we're going to make this sequel to this matrix video game if we don't if we don't uh act on the option now warner brothers is going to do it without us yeah and i'm I'm wondering if that's both wachowskis aren't weren't credited for directing this no it was just lana i think yeah but like I'm, I'm wondering if that is kind of hitting it close to home. I, I would be kind of weird if it was true, considering that they put a direct line in the movie. But like, it feels like something like that, where they were going yeah. to, you they had a user lose it, and they were going to make a movie with or without them. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what with, with, with or without them, and, and they would have uh, hired J.J. Abrams to do it. And it would have looked exactly like the first Matrix movie. <laughs> And you would have given everybody exactly what they wanted, but they would have been really fucking mad about it. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. I probably would have enjoyed watching that movie more if yeah. if it if it was that. If they had Force Awakens it, give a guy give a guy who makes people's movies look like other people's movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then be mad about it because he gave you what you wanted. That's see, that's what that's that's thinking talking about it with you guys. Like I, I respect that they went as I'm respect that they went is the, the direction they did and didn't try to be like, just try to remake it. Like, I'm glad they didn't do that, but also it's just kind of like, sometimes that's okay. And I think with matrix movies, that's what I want. I don't, I just want you to build on what you got. Don't try to throw a bunch of wrench in the works. And like you saying it out loud is like, that's, this would be one of the franchises where that's more than okay. It's actually, yeah part of the fucking lore yeah. is that it does repeat and it does loop and you mm-hmm. could have a reboot and it would be fine yeah but 
instead you have to make an awkward part four and put in your own commentary about how this isn't a reboot but we shouldn't do a reboot but everyone wants a reboot like that those those video game like like those video game scenes i was just kind of like they're like arguing in the boardroom i was like this is too on the nose like this isn't it's so on the nose it's not clever you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. it's almost just kind of like i feel like you're taking jabs at the people writing your checks and you're just seeing what you can get away with it's not for the benefit of the film it's you being this weird like edgy take and you think no one notices it but everybody sees right through it kind of thing and that's where that's where nick if that's where you turned it off i completely understand because that's where i was just kind of like this is getting too much for me like we just, get it you don't really want to be doing this maybe i, I i'm kind of upset that they name drop bullet time um in in the in the matrix yeah. like that it was it was a pr thing for the game company but they also name check it in mm-hmm. the real matrix and that's upsetting to me because because it wasn't Bullet time is what we see as the audience because we are not them and we can't see what they're doing. Right. It's a, it's a visual assist tool for us because we can't we can't comprehend how cool they are. For for them, it's just them moving. The, the them moving like they're just doing their thing. They don't. It's not like a toggle that they turn on bullet time yeah. or something. They don't have an ability to turn it on they just they're not turning move. on and off screen shake and shaders in a video game like they're just, right. that's yeah, the world they're living perfect yes. nailed it that is exactly what it is it's not yeah you got it and that, that, that's a minor gripe it's just it kind of drove me crazy that they had a plot device that was called the thing that they wouldn't they shouldn't have a name for you know you guys are all 100 percent right Nick's got to go. I got to go take Emily to pick her car from the auto dealership. Boys, I love you. We're going to be more consistent. I'm calling it. We're going to do this more often. We're going to keep putting out episodes. 2022. You're the boys that do. You're the boys that do. Parentheses, train trips, details as they develop. Nick, get us out of here, buddy. Night Riders, unite. Oh, fuck. Night Riders. And Boogum Boys unite and witness us. Born ugly, race stupid, we give you. Ten years of casting. Dreaming about detectives. Learning about our bodies with everyone. Answering bad questions. Shit about shit that everyone likes Cause we are through